Welcome back to Hidden Power. Today's episode is going to be about the history and future of Ultra Beast in the Pokemon universe. There are interdimensional and extraterrestrial Pokemon. This is aliens. We have aliens in the Pokemon universe. Uh, we're going to explore this today. My name is Dusty Gogoat. On my left, I have. On my right, on my left, on my I I have uh, Lumios. No, I have Lumios. <laughs> post is somewhere in the universe. I'm over here on his left or his right. I might and, be above him. I don't know. And Soul Silver Art is also with us. Woo! I'm in a storm out here. Yeah. I'm ready to talk some Ultra Beast though. I, I brought my Alola shirt. So. <laughs> yes, dude. I'm, it I'm was really unintentional, ready. but this it was good a, timing. This is a video I've wanted to make for a long time. I think the Ultra Beasts are incredibly interesting, especially now that we have learned about Paradox Pokemon, right? Ultra Beasts kind of felt like, a, oh, of course they're going to make alien Pokemon. But the big thing about Ultra Beasts is that they're not just aliens, they're interdimensional creatures. And the Paradox are also what? What did yeah. you say, Lumi? Temporally displaced. Temporally yeah, displacement. So to yeah. understand uh, Ultra Beasts, I always thought of them as their own category, but there really is two major categories, extraterrestrial and extra-dimensional. Ultra Beasts come from uh, Ultra Space, which is a another type of like plane of existence. Uh, and somehow enter our universe. The thing that I never really understood was like how each of these have the power to uh, like travel to our universe. That never quite made sense because I also understand that Ultra Beasts are supposed to be like regular Pokemon in their own universe. This well, they the, don't. It's supposed to be like I, the equivalent of like a Pidgey, a Carnivine, just any old Pokemon yeah. coming to our universe, right? Yeah. Well, uh, first off, um, I gotta correct a small thing before the comments do it. Uh, they so they come from other dimensions mm -hmm. but that is connected by ultra space so they do not yes. come from ultra space uh ultra space is like the train station and all the different worlds are dimensions are uh the trains that you can get off or get on you know uh and some of them to my understanding some of them cannot just go through portals they just happen to get like pulled through portals or at least yeah. that's kind of how the anime depicted it but like some of them we straight up see create like we see naganado like literally like creates portals and goes through them then also uh Sogaleo and lunala can create their own portals i think necrozma can um but that's not an ultra I mean, beast necrozma i think definitely can um but Sogaleo and lunala can with the uh z move right wasn't that yeah. how it was? They, I need to replay. They're like the games. main ones. They're like yeah. the main ones. Yeah. So we. So that's why we can start. Is there's more than just the ultra beasts that we know as well. Obviously, there's, mm -hmm. um, well, like classified as them. You know, there's Cosmo, Cosmoam, Solgaleo, Lunala. I'm pretty sure that Necrozma is an ultra beast as well. I, I thought they actually made a point to say it's not one. I don't know. Also, what I think. Search and see. What you were saying about um like ultra space in general feel i always thought that this is a really like specific little thing but i always thought that their dimensions are actually in ultra space and like our dimension is not like the that's, canon yeah that's how Pokemon. i understood it okay that maybe that's it i i guess i always saw it y'all ever seen <laughs> oh my gosh y'all ever seen the movie we've referenced goofy movie on here so we may as well keep going with this y'all <laughs> yeah, ever seen wreck it ralph yeah, of course. No. You know how, like, the power strip... In Wreck-It Ralph, you have the power strip is, like, uh, it, they plug all the arcade games into it. And the power strip serves as, like, a station. Like, the characters will come to the 
station hang out. Like Bowser okay. and Wreck It Ralph will hang out and stuff. But like from that power strip, they can go to Wreck It Ralph's video game or the Mario video game or Sonic, etc., et etc. Et That's kind of how I took Ultra Space. But you could be right. I definitely this is one of yeah. the because I can't get past the exposition. I can never like get too far into these games oh, for a second time. Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can always read online, but yes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm Googling um, it now. It's, yeah, I, it could be that way. It could just be that Ultra Space is just like the the tube, you know, like the subway to get somewhere. But I think that their actual dimensions are in Ultra Space as well. Okay. Um, and I don't think ours is. But I so, could be wrong about that. So how do you guys feel about the Ultra Beasts, like, as, like, their designs, the Pokemon themselves? I have always understood these to be based on... Uh, you know, f- common fears that people will have, um, and also it, sort not necessarily invasive specific invasive species, but things that invade or destroy another like something, right? So, like for example, circuitry right. Zer- is electricity. When you look at a city, um, you know, it, there's wires everywhere, right? If you think of a city or like a town, all there's nature, just trees and population all around, but these things seem to like invade, right? Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with, like, their whole, the whole themes of Alola and, like, all of, you know, their themes of being, like, kind of alien. They're not actually aliens, kind of, but they're, they're just, like, invading, though. Like, so they're I think they are aliens. The Earth. I, feel I mean, like any Pokemon that isn't supposed to be there would be, like, Yeah, alien, technically, right? technically, yeah. Okay, so, like into uh, in a less destructive way, or maybe it is destructive, but like even regional forms, right? You take the original Pokemon, um, it, you, you take an original Pokemon, bring it to Alola. It would be, it would, you know, it'd be, it'd be a foreign Pokemon, and then it would adapt. So that's like right. the that's like the the tame version, and then the extreme version are these Ultra Beasts, right? Which you're is right. Like There's like a through the line theme. there. Yeah, yeah, the theme of Alola is like these invasive species, basically. Right. You see yeah. it like in Young Goose and stuff. Um, yeah. and you, okay, so it is, it is, they are from Ultra Space. Um, it seems their worlds do exist in Ultra Space, and this is all according to Bulbapedia, so, you know, if this is wrong, go hate on Bulbapedia, not me. Uh, they, um, Ultra Space will sometimes connect to our world. Okay. Uh, but the interesting thing is we were talking about Necrozma. Um, Necrozma mm-hmm. is not an Ultra Beast. And it says, um, so it says that uh, Necrozma is a creature almost like an Ultra Beast. That's what Dulce says to it, which is one of the uh, Ultra Recon squad. Right, right. It also says in its Pokedex entry, it is reminiscent of the Ultra Beast. But the international police report that Ultra Beasts um, it had detected had been caught while Necrozma... Oh, it, it, okay. This is confusingly worded. So all the... Ultra Beasts had been caught on the international police's radar, but Necrozma was still in the wild, which would imply mm. that it is not an Ultra Beast. Uh, but they even mistake it in the anime as an counts. Ultra Beast, and they they even give it a, an Ultra Beast I name, but they think... do recognize it's a mistake. Yeah, I think they're doing like the whole like Pokemon thing that they <laughs> like normally they're not... do. Yeah. Yeah, they're like saying it's reminiscent of one. They're not like actually admitting that it's one. Like, do they ever admit that Solgaleo and Lunala are one? It's kind of like the same vibe. Yes. The Ether Foundation says that they hypothesize Cosmog may be an Ultra Beast, 
due to its ability to create ultra wormholes. But you Cosmogs, see, if, if they Pokedex, hypothesized, you yeah. see, it's not like they yeah. never confirm it. And that's the same thing kind of with Necrozma is they're like, um, you know, like it, it's reminiscent. It reminds yeah. us of Ultra Beast. So it, it really like, is the OG. Um, uh, it, it really is the OG paradox because this, yeah, like, this is, there's this no is, explanation. This is what I think is happening. So Cosmog's Pokedex entry explicitly says uh, that it comes from somewhere that's unclear. Uh, and then as Cosmog evolves into either Sogaleo or Lunala, it has the ability to open these portals. I would think that this is the Pokemon that opened all of these portals. And that's how these things are entering our universe, right? That would make yeah. sense. See, but another argument would be, does the Beast Ball have a high catch rate on it? Because yeah, the Beast true. Ball has a high catch rate on only the 11 See, that is a Ultra big, Beasts. That is a big no, deal, actually. But, but yeah, not Necrozma, Cosmog, Cosmoem, and the Sogaleo Lunala. But I they think are... they easily see them overlooking that, at, mechanically speaking, because a lot, of the, a lot of the, what are they called, legendaries in recent games are easy to catch. So they could have made gonna... it super easy to catch just for the gameplay purposes. Yeah. No, no but like that's a plot point though. Like they say these these Ultra Beast balls are made specifically to catch legendary poke or yeah. Ultra Beast Pokemon. Yeah. But they do not work. Like they do not have a high catch rate on Solgaleo, Lunala, and Yeah, but like but like Xerneas and Eveltal, you throw a Pokeball and you're guaranteed to catch it. Right, and that's the case with Necrozma and Solgaleo yeah. and Lunala, but not with the Beast Ball. I was going to say okay. that it that's actually how I've always seen it. I don't know if this is true, but basically Solgaleo, Lunala, and Necrozma are a legendary trio. They are legendary Ultra Beasts. They're not just like regular Ultra Beasts. Like, to me, I've never really considered... I did consider Ultra Beasts legendaries for a time, but like they're more like subcategories if they are legendaries. They're sub-legendaries. They're not like yeah, the so like main they can... legendaries. So Poipol is considered to be like a starter Ultra Beast, or it's an Ultra Beast, which just means Pokemon. Let's get that straight. Ultra Beast is synonymous with Pokemon, but in Ultra Space. How whatever, and I'm sure if you go to Ultra Space, that's gonna have its own classification for whoever lives in Ultra Space, right? That's their like regular reality. That's, Ultra that's Beast, really what's tough about it is like what classifies them as Ultra Beasts. Is it just that they're from? Yeah, because right here under it Necrozma, it says Necrozma originates from Ultra Space. So it's just like, okay, it's an Ultra Beast. Then if it comes, it's from an Ultra, Ultra Beast. Beast. That's how I look That's at it. That's the thing they're giving us like eighty different definitions and think, saying, yeah, that. We're, so we have a similar issue with Paradox Pokemon, where it's like you have to look at, you have to look at a lot, a lot of different things, and you also can't just take for blatant fact that the things that we read in a dex entry or from exposition is true because it's actually biased it's a it's a it's one of the characters perspective right like mm -hmm. professor oak doesn't know everything right he just he's a researcher right and he's Definitely. you know what i'm saying so yeah that's how the pokedex is in general <laughs> yeah <laughs> like exactly yeah so i think if you're from ultra space you're an ultra beast just like if you're from our universe and you're and you learn moves and you have a type etc you're a pokemon right and did are... did Necrozma have its own uh, name, like code name? In the anime, they give it the a code name, but it's in it, what is according to Bulbapedia, it's in the anime only. It's UB Black. That's what I thought. <laughs> because it's supposed to be it's it's light, right? It's like it's like the absence of light. Yeah. They really yeah. tried hard on that name, honestly. It's kind of a gluttony and, you know, uh, oh, yeah, right here, UB black. and then they're like, well, it's black, so UB black. Yeah, Necrozma is really cool, though. I would I would have loved to see Necrozma take 
for or take hold of the bodies of the other Ultra Beasts. That'd be pretty cool. That would be insane. I hope they do that for the remakes. Yeah, right. Let's go. They don't do it with all of them. That's 2035. The yeah. um, I think about shoot. their designs a little bit and yeah. how we feel about them. Um, I, yeah, their designs are interesting. <laughs> They're like the most unique Pokemon we've ever gotten. And it's like, it's kind of crazy that they're supposed to be like normal Pokemon somewhere else. I still don't see them as just normal Pokemon somewhere else. If that well, they are. Sense. So I think, yeah. And then this is kind of just like, right. They're not like they're designing it for a fantasy Pokemon game. So mm-hmm. when, you know, they're, they're going to be extravagant no matter what. Um, but I don't know. I, I think I could definitely see these. So it's like, I don't even know how to explain this. When I see a lot of sci-fi movies and you see, I feel like, very often you see animals that can only be or, or organisms from other space right from other places that can only make sense from our human our limited human brain right in our experience on earth of the creatures that are in our life but i think some of the most fascinating uh depictions of like space creatures are ones that like take into consideration like what life could be actually like on another planet, which is going to yeah. be something that we can't understand because we can't live there because we have grown, our bodies have evolved to only exist within this specific set of, of like circumstances, you know, like we're meant to live on earth, not even Mars, Absolutely. not even yeah. the moon, not anywhere else. So these not making sense is the point. It's just, yeah. it's whether or not, it, whether, yeah, whether or not it's a good design is a different question, right? Yeah. Or like an appealing design, but right. Yeah. I, so the Rapola thing that, and Naganadal are objectively amazing, though. Yeah, they're I cute. Agree. Well, they're but then that's the thing. It's like they're supposed to be starter Pokemon for their universe. Mm-hmm. So to to make that make sense, they're like they're cute, right? Like they're kind of cute, and you can see their face. The biggest thing for me with it when it came to the Ultra Beast is that they have very like poorly designed faces. I, I think that's the one thing that got me, man. I like. I need like Nihiligo and Buzzwole and Zerkatree. All I need them to have faces, like eye, just eyes. Yeah, but Ste- Stephalon always... actually has eyes somewhat. That is one thing. Yeah, the little two on. parts on mm-hmm. the sides. Mm-hmm. Sure, but like even Cartana, which I love, it still doesn't have like eyes. It's still just like paper. <laughs> but it's it's yeah. still cool. They're they're really my. Odd. Yeah, my my working theory for a long time before I really made the difference be- or, or like understood the difference between extraterrestrial and extra dimensional, my thing was like, oh, could if these Pokemon don't have faces and they're from another dimension, right? They're from space. Could that mean that there are existing Pokemon in, um, like just Pokemon that we know about, like Starmie, right? That doesn't have a face. Could that in some way be an Ultra Beast? And if not an Ultra Beast. Probably, I mean, it's got Dex Entry saying that it's always like calling for something in outer space, right? So it's mm-hmm. definitely an alien. Um, yeah. Right. But I wonder how, you know, going into the future, like whether or not we're going to get other Ultra Beasts. I mean, probably not, right? Yeah. But like, but like could any question. of that be retconned in any way? I mean, you know, you you probably could get Ultra Beasts and um uh and sun and moon remakes or like right. legends alola whatever they wanted to do i could totally see them giving us more uh but yeah i, I don't think they will in just a, a regular old game yeah i think 
when you look, when I look at Starmie right here, next to a lineup of all of the Ultra Beasts, like I think it's kind of, I don't know, it kind of fits, yeah, it fits perfectly. It, could. it doesn't it, have a had, face. If it was way bigger or something, because the problem sure. that's what I mean about the Ultra Beasts is they like, I don't know, they they feel bigger or more epic than just like a regular Pokemon. They do. They're yeah. super complex, which I think part I think part of that is that they're like. They're over-designed to look overly complicated and scary yeah. and intimidating. So, so like, if Starmie was one, they, it would have to be, like, a straight-up star. Like, look like Starmie, but be, like, uh, like erect, for lack of better words. Sure, <laughs> better yeah. terms. And then maybe it should have, like, other stars, like, spinning behind it or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, make it more complicated. Um, like So, like, another star on the back of it just turning. Um, that would make it feel more. Or, like... Starmies on top of each other, kind of thing to make it feel more. Uh, I, I agree, but epic. I also I also think this is like really simple of a design. I mean, it's not simple. It's not simple. It's a jellyfish, right? This one is specifically for Lily, though. Like it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It looks like her. It has like the little legs at the bottom. It's posed the same. Right. See if I can like, even did the whole thing in the anime where mm-hmm. like Moan thought that one was Lily. Yeah, this was like specifically made for them, mm-hmm. and then it has the Necrozma like star on it. Yeah, interesting. And like I, I always thought that like uh, even though they didn't tie it in, I always thought like Feromosa was made like for Lusamine. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that... So then people speculated that Buzzwall was for Guzma, but that one's where you start to stretch it a little bit. Well, that was a big the- that was a big theory before the games came out. I have an image of it. Like this was one of the biggest theories. It really leading, fits for me. months leading <laughs> up. It does. It fits perfectly. Yeah. And I wonder if that actually, obviously, it wasn't so direct. Oh, okay. We, we thought each character would own the Ultra Beast or something, but it, I could totally see them saying, see, "But some of these are base an Ultra Beast off of the design." Off of some the of these are design. totally stress, stretching. I though, think the like, only one is is uh, Lily's I obvious. Think I think Gladian and Holler are both stretches. Holla, that's it. Um. Gladian being Buzzwall. Yeah, I agree. Gladian, I can see though, because he's like me, kind of like a mean, strong trainer in, kind of. In a in a round, yeah, but he's not a, like buff, and he he the color schemes are not the same like they are with the other ones. No, they are the same. It's yellow, red, and black. But I agree, the silhouette's different. I do think mm-hmm. uh, Buzzwall has like a bunch of tufts of hair, or you know, bug hair around his body, <laughs> and Gladion also has those like tufts of hair. Yeah, I mean, it's clear that Lily Guzma. is Guzma's perfect. Lily's the, like the one that they actually did yeah. for. Um, I'd say Feromosa too, like as much as Lily. Maybe yeah. I agree because like the I, hair shape is like still the same, like really with Feromosa's. Uh, I really whatever think you would call just, that. Yeah, I really think that they just when they were making them, they were like, let's base them off of them a little bit too, like just to draw a parallel a little. Now we'll say like, they did it on purpose to kind of go a little bit further with Hollas. Guzzlord is like very crab-like, and Hollas Ace is a crabominable. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a cool. That's a cool connection. Um, the question is the rest of them, like so, Cartana and and Celestila. You know, like they don't really have an equi- equivalent too much. If Celestila had an equivalent, I'd imagine it'd be the Steel guy, but that just doesn't work. Yeah, no. Uh, this one's kind of funny. What about uh, Samson? What about Green Samson Oak and Celestila? <laughs> green Samson Oak. What? See, that world? is like only because of the green, though. Yeah. 
Well, okay, so we'll, uh, let's let's take a look at the extraterrestrial Pokemon, right? Um, we're on Bulbapedia right here. Obviously, Deoxys is, is a legendary Pokemon from as early as Generation 3 um, that has multiple different forms. It changes its DNA. It changes its appearance. It it crash lands on in, in into the Hoenn region uh, via a meteorite, which um, I always saw Deoxys as like a as like a virus of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a, so this is a legend. I guess the, the parallel here is that this is a legendary Pokemon. It's overly complicated. It's uh, it does come from outer space from somewhere. Um, I don't know. It's but it has a face, right? It has that yeah. face, which seems silly, but that is how Pokemon is able to make. That's that's how the company is able to make or Game Freak's able to make Pokemon. Uh, you know, Pokemon expressive. How, how, yeah, expressive. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. But they've been pushing the boundaries on that. I mean, just starting mm-hmm. with Ultra Beast, they started that. Um, yeah. I think that the extraterrestrials, um, like the Pokemon, they relate to the Ultra Beast in the way that these would be like Ultra Beasts in our world, almost. That's a great way like, to put it. Yeah. Deoxys looks like it could be an Ultra Beast, but it's just a little more um, Pokemon-ish. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a really great way to put it, yeah. I mean, even so, Eternatus. I'm is a star, me too. One. Yeah, oh. Eternatus is another great one because if you're enjoying this show, just five dollars helps us out so much. Right below this video, there's a join button. You can click it and become a channel member. And and more importantly, we have merch. Seriously, I'm about to like when when we're done recording this ad, I'm trying to speed up this ad so I can go and buy my own <laughs> merch, which is really lame. But also, like, it's super it's not, cool, and it's I need not it. lame. Cool. I'm gonna be it's wearing. Amazing. I'm gonna be wearing a hat. I'm gonna be wearing a t-shirt. I'm gonna be wearing. I'm also gonna have a, a hoodie. I'm gonna have a hidden power hoodie. Um, oh, I'm gonna get that too then. Yeah, Soul's gonna get. Sure. One I want too. a mug. I want to put my Snapple in a hidden power mug. Just, oh, I like that. I'm gonna be drinking you know. coffee in a hidden power mug. That makes more sense. That makes yeah. more sense than Snapple. That's like, what is this, plastic? In it's bad for the environment. Get a mug. Save there the turtle. Go. There you go. <laughs> so, Silver Army, grab your merch. Yeah, you listen, your boy. listen to Lumi. Get, get some of our stuff. It's really good stuff, guys. Your support will allow us to continue making Hidden Power videos for the rest of the year. Thank you guys so much. And now back to the video. When you first saw Eternatus, you were like, where is its eyes? Where is its mm. face? I did not know where it was, and I was... I was concerned because I was like, I like how it looks a lot, but if that's not its eyes, then I'm going to be upset. <laughs> you know, like, I I didn't know. When you saw the 3D model especially, the yeah. artwork is what clarified it pretty much. But and even this... still, like, what are its eyes? It has three eyes, basically, on yeah. each side. And this legendary came right off the heels of brand new, like, pretty much a, within a year of us getting new Ultra Beasts uh, from uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I guess that's actually not true. We had Let's Go. It was two that. years, yeah. But... Yeah. But still, to me, I'm like, like coming off the generation, and this definitely could have been designed. Probably was designed in unison with the other Ultra Beasts. So it might have been. You know what I'm saying? Like I think, and yep. it's supposed to be. So something that I've loved is uh, Eternatus kind of um, solidified the Poison type um, as like basically like a fuel source, right? We always saw like electricity as mm-hmm. what like Pokemon designs will take to be able to fuel something. Think of like Rodom. Right, um, but I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not really sure which point I'm trying to make, but I think this is really cool. I think it it feels so destructive in nature, right? It, it, and and that is a type of I feel like um, I feel like gasoline, right? A fossil fuels is a type of not phobia, 
uh, but destructive um, and uh, what's the term? Uh, invasive, right? It, invasive type of material. Just yeah, like... yeah. I mean, it is like a virus kind of vibe too, which is the same with Deoxys. Like they they crash landed on Earth and they're invading the Earth. Like yeah. so that, that's what like how it the relates. Earth. Yeah, I, I don't poison for Eternatus was always weird to me, but it is what it is. Well, it's um, fossil fuel, or I think because it, it was I think it is fossil fuel to you know Galler in a way. I think that it was like infective, to be honest. Like, yeah, it, it infected the place with Dynamax energy. Yeah, but um, the Dynamax energy fuels the entire Galar region. To me, mm-hmm. that's a that's a fossil fuel. Maybe I maybe I just jumped ahead and assumed that that's what that actually is. I, I mean, I see it. I see what you're saying. I don't know if that's like con- a confirmed thing. I definitely can. That could be its origins. And then real. Eternatus literally looks like a like a like the skeleton of something, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a. It's a fossil fuel. In right? talking about them, it being like designed alongside of Ultra Beast, I'm thinking like, I wonder if this was like a scrapped version of Naganado. Yeah, like yeah. if it was at once they were the same, or and then they they were like, well, this is so cool that we're gonna split it and make it like a big legendary or something, or or they were just like, it's not gonna work as. I feel like this works better as an Ultra Beast than Naganadel does. But it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. They could have changed the yeah, design. But I love Naginata. I want them yeah, to stay. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's, it really is. It's, these two are two of my top ten Pokemon. Like, I, I'm loving this episode because we're talking about basically my top ten Pokemon. <laughs> which is weird. These aren't, like, your classic Pokemon. And then you have this, which is, like, this Wait, really This feels... is an Ultra Beast, yeah. Yeah, this is, like, what in the world? I it's still... just flowing energy. I still don't love this design. Um, Like, it's... It's like fingertips are basically mouths and little heads. I think. I think oh, of it as no. like a hydra. I think oh. of it as a hydra. Yeah. Because um, I'm like, where's the face? Where's the head? Oh, and I like, like that so much better now. That's really what it is. I'm pretty sure because it's still dragon type. Like they're still dragon heads. They just don't. The eye is like in the mouth though. The like yeah. little ring around the tip. So I always and, saw. So like right, the final battle is is. It, this this version of Eternatus versus the two uh, the sword dog and uh, and the shield dog and I always saw the parallel <laughs> I always saw the parallel of the hand dog. grabbing the sword and the shield but what it actually is is the sword. I mean, and it shield. is meant to be a hand as well. Yeah, obviously. But but it's the knight defeating the dragon, the 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 Hydra that is so mm-hmm. much cooler, I think. Okay, yep. so this is really interesting. I looked up what Eternatus was based off of. Again, this has come from Bulbapedia, but this is like actually super legit. So it says, its extraterrestrial nature and dragon-like appearance may be inspired by Uther Pendragon, which was King Arthur's father, who mm. acquired his epithet, I'm assuming I pronounced that right, and started using dragons on his standards after witnessing a dragon-shaped comet, which is literally Eternus. Wow. Its abilities may also draw inspiration from nuclear power, that would be where the poison type comes from, because it is a seemingly em- endless supply of energy that Rose attempted to use as a power source, only for it to leak out and kind of cause radi- radiation in the Galar region, the Dynamax particles. Um, its overall body, it says, uh, and skeletal seem like the skeletal remains of a European dragon. Um, and then it says, Eternamax Eternus, this is actually really, really interesting, there's a lot of lore here, resembles a hand crossed with a serpent. It may be based on the Lernian Lernian Hydra 
a multi-headed serpentine monster from Greek mythology known for its poisonous breath and blood, again, the poison typing, with Eternatus' fingers representing the Hydra's head. Weird. It may also be based on the biblical seven-headed dragon that, in the book of Revelation, throws one third of all stars down to the earth and is ultimately banished to earth with the Nephilim, um, which are the Hebrew giants, again, giants, Dynamax, an event that ultimately leads to the end of time, the darkest day. This account may also be the origin of the item Wishing Star and the darkest day. It may also be inspired by Ananta Shisha, which is the king of Nagas and Hindu mythology, who is usually portrayed as a giant coiled serpent with a thousand heads spewing venom and fire. Great. I freaking a love it. A lot of pull <laughs> from like so many different lores. I love I do that. I love it. Yeah, that just made me appreciate Eternatus about 10 times more. All right, let's jump over to some of these other extraterrestrial Pokémon. I think I think <laughs> there's there's also some Pokémon that are technically alien that don't even seem that ridiculous, right? I love what you said Soul about how like, you know, I I established that Ultra Beasts are just Pokemon from Ultra Space. I love that you're saying that these Ultra Beasts are really just aliens from another dimension. So the aliens are going to be, you know, the same as these other aliens, uh, just a little bit more complicated. So we have the Clefa evolutionary family. Uh, Clefable, obviously associated with the moon, which is really not even that crazy. The moon is the planet, not the planet. It's a moon, obviously. But, like, <laughs> the, the rock in the sky uh, that is, you know, the least... Uh, you know, the least foreign. It's 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 it seems pretty tame, right? Which which makes sense with Clefable and Clefairy because they like look like normal Pokemon basically. Oh, so well, there's even that's true. Yeah, they're close. There's like a whole uh, um, theory too that fairy type Pokemon are uh, like were originally supposed to be like an alien type. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there was like this whole big 4chan post that like where this person claimed that. Yeah, it's it's not confirmed, but because it's 4chan. It's 4chan, but like yeah. basically, uh, this person claimed that, but it is believable. The person claimed that like uh, originally X and Y was going to be a little bit different and was going to deal with aliens and Mega Stones were mm-hmm. going to be from space. The fairy type was supposed to be from space, like they were yeah. space Pokemon, and they even point out like that's why Sylveon has like the bug eyes sure. is because that was going to be like a an alien like trait and. Uh, Valerie, the fairy type gym leader, was supposed to be an alien, uh, and there was all kinds of stuff. It's very interesting. It's even if you don't believe it, it's a great read, to be yeah, honest. Um, and then a lot of that, makes and a lot sense. of it sounds like it's in the realm of possibility. And a lot of that, it was followed up like Oras is all about space travel, right? Right. And, it, mm-hmm. and and I feel like a lot of it explains a lot of what happens in X and Y, um, with the mega stones and the mega energy and all of that, right? You right. can definitely see how it'd be easy to tie a story like that into Oris, like they did X and Y's. Yeah. So we also have Lunatone and Solrock. Um, you know, these are, again, kind of like Cleffa, where they're, they're you know, meteor Pokemon. They're from, they they resemble the moon and the sun, but they're obviously not from those places. They make um, sense, though, like, like a belt of meteorites kind of thing. Like, they're just yeah. floating through space. That's kind of what yeah. they are. Same thing with, with uh, what is it called? Um, um, Minior. Uh, Minior. Minior. Yeah. Minior is legit. I love Minior. I like how in Gen. So long that he forgot its name. Minior. Yeah, I know. It's been it's been absent. Isn't it? It's supposed to come back in DLC. I think. I hope. Yeah. 
And it's a good know. Pokemon too. I would love to see that return. I, I love they, Minior. Dude, I why they wouldn't it and Snap. It. Oh, neither of y'all play Snap. Oh no. man, it and new Pokemon Snap looks so good. Yeah, it's I have insane. seen the footage. I've seen Let's Plays of it. How do you guys feel about um, Gotharita and LGM and BEM? LGM and BEM are a little bit more interesting. They're obviously based on well, it's they are right here. based on aliens. Yeah, very. The what is it? The the L L E, what is it? L E M L G M L G M is how I pronounce it. Yeah, but they, but L-G-M. they're but they're based L-G-M. but they're based on the letters L G M oh. and B H and Y, which I think I think B H Y is big, big eyed monsters. Huh. Or, or big, it's big eyed men. It's like little green aliens and then something else. If I can't, rem- I can't remember. Yeah, li- li- it no, in there? little green men is one. Of I did not men. know this. This is the first time I'd heard about this. This is really cool. Yeah, that's um, how they got their name, which is a very Gen One way to give a Pokemon a name. But I, I kind of love that. Like I, I, I really, really like that. Yeah, yeah it says so. LGM is from LGM, little green men. Um, and then, uh. Give me one quick second, and I can see Behems is supposed to be um, B E M Bug Eyed Monster. Bug Eyed Monster. Bug-eyed, that's what yeah. it was. But that's that's pretty neat. I did not know that. That made me gain some. These are such underrated Pokemon. Can we they just are, say yeah. that for a minute? I like. I, mean, I really like their designs. I like LGM a lot. Is adorable. Yes, LGM especially. Behems like a little weird. Yeah, I think, and it says Gotharita. Apparently is from outer space due to the habit of arranging pebbles in the form shapes of constellations, which is interesting. It's a bit of a stretch, I, see, but yeah. I would say I would actually say because you know, like, there's a lot of belief of like psychics being sure. able to connect themselves to the stars and stuff, and like you know, you kind of like horoscopes even kind of have a a role in that. So yeah. you know, I would I would really see that more as a tie to that than Gothry to being from space. But mm-hmm. to go real quick, the Elgium BM that also goes. Like with what Soul was saying about Deoxys, like an Ultra Beast of our world. That's, you know, that, that yeah. fits Algium and especially Behem really well. And all and most yeah. of these Pokemon are psychic type or fairy type. Yeah. I guess Clefable's an, ex, an, uh, an exception, but. But, um, so how do we feel, though, about the theory that, because, like, the Moonstone is from space? So, yeah. Hypothetically. Any Pokemon that evolves with the Moonstone, could that not be an extraterrestrial Pokemon? That would what be. Else, what else evolves with the Moonstone? Nita Arena and Nita Reno, Clefairy, Jigglypuff, Skitty, and Muna. Yeah, Skitty. The Skitty one is interesting. I, see, for me, I so Pokemon evolutionary stones are no different than basically like a regional evolution, right? It's like the power of evolutionary change. Sure in a second you in, have a stone, it in, a hand, in an yeah. object right so i don't think that's necessarily like the pokemon is from that location but more so like it's being influenced by whatever like mystical energy but then in a way in a way the evolutions are in in a way extraterrestrial sure. pokemon so nido yeah. reno is not but in a way nido king nido queen Clefable, Wigglytuff, Delcaddy, and Musharna. And for the record, Wigglytuff goes back to that like bug eyes type thing. Yeah. Um, Let me look it up. Let it's me like look they up. wouldn't evolve if they didn't have a stone from the moon fall to the ground and used on them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or, or don't they that actually is... come from? I guess I think the moonstones are canonically supposed to come from Mount Moon, which is like yeah, probably, but like it's pieces it has of a lot of yeah. It's yeah. like supposed to be 
pieces from outer space. The like they, they are meteorites. Like uh, the description for the item says, oh, you got it right um, there. an odd stone that gleams like the moon in the evening sky. Hmm. I don't know if they're actually from the moon. Then that's interesting. I feel like they say it in uh, in red and blue. Um, yeah, or I feel like I've seen that green. as well. Because I could have sworn that um, I I've been like watching the original series, and I've also, and I was also I just finished uh, Fire Red Leaf Green uh, Nuzlocke, and I could have sworn one of the two said that moonstones were, um, you know, uh, from outer space. And it would but... make sense that like Clefairy. Right, they do. They have their whole like, it's not sacrificial, but they have that like community ritual, yeah, ri yeah, ritual, right? See in this image right here, where they Sacrifice. all, where they all, yeah, they're they're killing the whale lord, where they're where they where they all, you know, they all collect at midnight around the moon, and then what they're after is the moonstone, which is energy to almost like bring them back to the moon. That is like a whole interesting theory in itself. Like some of those make sense. Like obviously Clefairy and yeah. even like Skitty, I could kind of see and Muna, but yeah. like, why is Nito Reno and Nito Rena being influenced by an Definitely. asteroid or a meteor? I kind of love it, but I do too. Yeah, absolutely. It is cool. And then, it, no and then it's like, Just well, what, curious. Yeah. It's like, yeah. would those evolve differently if they weren't? Like, give it a moonstone if the moonstones weren't easily accessible, right? Like, would they still... Yeah. Or it could also just be, like, the moonstones, like, you know, named improperly. Um, something else that's cool is that in black and white... or I, Is it in the first or the second game? It might be in the second game. Basically, Kiram is found in a crash site in the giant chasm, mm -hmm. right? Where, essentially, there's some sort of meteorite that falls down. Um, right. Or maybe it's just Kiram. But Kiram is is there in in the aftermath in the icy yeah, aftermath. Well, I think it was it was the impact of an asteroid, and it's important to note too that in the giant chasm you find a bunch of extraterrestrial Pokemon like uh, yes. Clefairy and um, Beldum. You can also find there. Yeah, Beldum's not on the list, but Beldum is definitely also psychic. Yeah, kind of like feels like an Ultra Beast where it's well, like, and it's it's even always found in places like related to that like first off you know in hoenn you can't, you can't even find, find it, anywhere, it in hoenn yeah but like well but but and steven gives it to you in his house in moz deep city which is yeah you know connected to outer space yep. you have it is i think i think they made it where you can find it in meteor falls and oris i could be wrong on that but i think in oris they made it where you can find it in meteor falls but um then in alola uh ultrasound ultra moon specifically you can find beldum in um uh, you can find it in uh, that. I forget the, the name of the mountain. It's yeah. it's. I think it's Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. It yeah. might be Sun Moon. Uh, it's like either the way. Point. And you it's find in, it. Lumi forgot a name of a place. I you can't believe it. Man, you, you that, find that's it drive me nuts. It's not Mount Lanakila. I can do this. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. Always have it. Oh like, man. Sometimes I'm like, how does Lumi know at every single place in the Pokemon world? He's reading Wikipedia. Yeah, I think that's the trick, really. Ah oh, man, no, I I promise I'm not most of the time, but uh, but no, I have I have no idea what the name of the freaking place is in uh, Sun and Moon. But either way, you find it. You know, it's the place where the um the laboratory is, where you do the electric yes. trial. Yeah. Um. Mount Ho Mount Mount Hokulani, Hokulani, I think is it. <laughs> I think it's it. I'm about to check and see if that's it. All I right. wouldn't even know to be honest <laughs> yeah. if you were right or wrong. Mount Hokulani, yeah, that's it. Good job. I, I um I also, so 
Kiram crashing into the giant chasm or wherever that is located in uh, in Unova would also suggest that um, the original dragon is what crash landed on the planet in Unova, right? And that's almost what caused the two dragons to split from Kiram, leaving Kiram as the husk. Um, well, so I would suggest way, all that three of them sense. are really from, you know, they're all extraterrestrial. That makes sense because, like, even Zekrom, Reshiram, them going into those little orbs, just yeah. that feels very extraterrestrial, like carrying around like what looks yeah. like an asteroid that becomes the legendary. Or some sort of, like, futuristic Pokeball, right? Yeah. It's really weird to me. I've never thought of them as extraterrestrial. Like, I get all of this lore. It makes sense that they could be, but they don't look it. They don't look like ultra beast that's for sure they don't look like deoxys or sure. no. i mean yeah but like you know well, even but, but deoxys differs greatly from like clefable yeah, yeah they, the only they... one that looks like somewhat extraterrestrial is curum but it's because it's like the empty shell of whatever sure. the dragon was the thing is it's like what does the original dragon look like was it is it like super alien looking we better find out someday man i hope <laughs> i really hope it's funny this episode is very much about like what could be in the future you know it'd be amazing to see like a full-on alien ultimate dragon one you think yeah. we'll ever go to space in a pokemon game and i don't mean like uh oris where like you well, we kind of go did. to space i yeah, feel yeah. like we went to ultra i'm saying space do you too. think we will go to a location but Dude, ultra space isn't space it's ultra space, ultra space is location and space ultra yep. space like, will would... we ever go to the moon in a pokemon game i hope so that'd be really fun That'd be really cool. They should have never. The thing they about Ultra Space. The thing about Ultra Space is that they named it Ultra Space off of like space, as in uh, what is the, what is the right extra dimensional like, space, like not outer space, but like light years space that fills up something. You know what I mean? Oh. Like sure, yeah. It's okay. Ultra Space. It's a space of Ultra area. Ultra. Right. Um, it's not like outer space, like. The stars but see, the then sky. they made it look like outer space, so they really yeah. <laughs> just... should have called it like the ultra realm. The ultra it's a realm. dimensional tunnel that is like opens up into like this oh, weird yeah. dimension, basically. They should have called it the ultra realm. That would have been cooler. I feel like there are more extraterrestrial Pokemon or potentially extraterrestrial Pokemon that they didn't mention on that list. Yeah, I think you made a pretty good point about like Metagross in that whole line. That feels very extraterrestrial. There's a lot of psychic. Magnezone feels that way to me too. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, it's literally well. designed after you. Orbeetle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or... Orbeetle. Yeah, that's true. Orbeetle definitely suggested with this G Max like that thing. Yeah. Like flying saucer, basically. Yeah. Um, Did it not suggest it in its um? And it's dex entry. I'd be maybe if it. Did That's it. the thing, though. Is there's there's probably a lot of dex entries that that suggest these things. Yeah, I don't know why our, uh, Bulbapedia doesn't have it on there. I love that Behem's dex entry. Like it talks about how whenever it shows up, like a double goes missing. That's yeah. a really fun reference there. I like that. Mm -hmm. I think the important thing that we have to remember is that like extraterrestrial Pokemon are really just Pokemon. Because if you do think about it, right, we know how big the Pokemon universe is. These Pokemon just are off of or outside of our planet, but they still they still have the same laws of physics. So they're really not going to be all that different. It really gets cr cr like tricky when we start talking about extra-dimensional Pokemon, especially things like the Creation Trio and Arceus. Like, to me, growing up, those Pokemon have always felt 
like they will break reality, which they do, right? Um, but, you know, in more recent lore, we start to realize that Arceus is really just a hand of Arceus. It's not really the full, it's not really the full, you know, deity. Right, it's like an avatar. Yeah. They um, are these, interesting, these, that group. Because they, I feel like, are more powerful than Ultra Beast. It actually they're, makes they're, Ultra Beast seem pretty insignificant. Yeah, they, yeah, they totally missed god level. They totally missed Magnazone. It says in uh, Magnazone's sword dex entry, uh, some say that Magnazone receives signals from space via the antenna on its head and that it's being controlled by some mysterious being. Yeah, but that could also just be magnetism. Well, yeah, but I'm saying receive signals from space specifically. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, I, they probably just didn't go through every single Pokedex entry. Well, anymore. then they're... Yeah, that seems like a pretty significant one. I mean, they put Gothitelle on this list. Right. <laughs> Gotharita's on here because it collects rocks and Magnazone's not. And it looks that's like a UFO. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to Arceus and Dialga and Palkia, I feel like they're more just deity gods mm-hmm. and not space-related or extraterrestrial, let's say. But... Giratina has like a definite connection to Ultra Beast with it being like in another dimension, let's say. I mean, yeah. I guess that they they are also in other dimensions, but they're like godly levels of they can That's well the, That's what used to always confuse me because I'm like if we're talking about dimensional travel, these things do that. They do that. So what makes it different than Ultra Space? The difference would be for one, Giratina, Palkia and Dialga were not created in another dimension. You know, Buzzwall is not from our dimension. Giratina, Dialga, and Palkia are from our dimension. Yeah. They were sent to other ones. Or they were, in Dialga and Palkia's case, they were given their own other ones. That's true. They look uh, like Pokemon. Then also, the reason Ultra Beasts are called Ultra Beasts are, is actually not because they're extra dimensional, but because they are specifically from Ultra Space. That's where yeah. they're getting the Ultra and their Ultra Beast name. Right, right, And right. that's the thing is, even though these are from another dimension or come... Or, rather go to another dimension come to uh our world from another dimension it's not the ultra dimension it's not ultra space so that's mm-hmm. why they're not ultra beasts and i guess the same would be said for like unknown too because unknown resides in another dimension as well yeah, unknown's another one yeah that's a good point it's actually insane it's actually insane whatever they were thinking up when they thought of gen 7 and ultra space is like let's just confuse them all together because it, it has like it's their own made-up thing, like yeah. just a, a dimension that doesn't exist and is very specific. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this and is that, more like general yeah. dimension traveling. And we're so we're kind of in another period of like mass confusion and shift of lore with the paradox Pokemon because we don't right. even fully understand that yet, and that's not even that that bypasses any sort of like physical, you know thing it it, it 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 it's time travel right right it might be time travel we're not sure but i think the biggest thing to pull from it being related or some kind of connection to ultra space and ultra beasts is that it's the same like uh pattern or it parallels it exactly i feel like there's exactly the same amount of uh paradox pokemon as ultra beasts right now it's like it, it's like these are like paradox are Gen Nine Ultra Beasts, but not really. Yeah, that makes, that sense. makes sense. This yeah. is like the game-changing thing. Yeah, 
they are they are literally um and see then if magnazone is from space is sandy shocks from space yeah it's interesting i think there are some some entries like so i think most of the future ones actually yeah they talk about like iron moss i'm pretty sure it's like a device sent to monitor us from space or a weapon from space or something oh, yeah like no it like observes i think the weapon yeah. is iron treads oh you're it's right like the weapon alien yeah weapon yeah, which I, is crazy yeah i I don't know. I, I still don't believe a cult magazine. Anything in that I feel like is just trying to make sense of something. Absolutely. But, but these things shouldn't even exist in our, you know, on our planet. I think I think it's really more like it's Pokemon's way of telling us the design concept here. That's a good point. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I love how like a lot of them are like from space and then Iron Hands. It's just like it's an athlete. <laughs> yeah. He's like a cyborg, though. He's like. <laughs> Yeah. He was. It's so weird. He was like he was a man, and now he's a robot Hariyama. It's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, that's what it says. It's like this was an athlete that needed to become a cyborg. Yeah, it says uh, treads is a weapon. Um, I think those bundle the only two. is ancient just a robot from an ancient civilization. Uh, of course, hands is the athlete that got you know cybernetic enhanced what do we know um, about or the origin forms of the creation trio is the origin form supposed to be like i mean obviously it's origin. their forms in their dimension they rule or reside in very interesting so like so that would suggest that they so they they change when they come to the to our planet yeah that's interesting Pretty much that's weird it is weird but it is the same idea as giratina which is that's yes. like from platinum you know because giratina was always the more dinosaur like looking one yeah in our world and then mm. once it goes to the dimension i can't remember right now the distortion, um, world. distortion. distortion world that's it it looks like that origin form yeah so it's like the same same idea i always understood ultra and I, I don't know if this is right but i've always understood ultra beast or ultra space to be that weird classification specific classification as like the distortion world it's like what makes it distortion it's just a fun it's just a, just a cool name I think there's more lore with it, like that it's like negative space or negative energy, something like that. Um, okay. I can't. I don't. I had to like read. That's up why on it's it. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's more of like a serpent. Mm -hmm. It is supposed to be parallel to our world. Um, let us see. Uh, yeah, it's it's supposed to be like a universe or world parallel to the Pokemon world. Um, and it just says that two gateways are known to exist, one at Mount Cornet and one uh, in Turnback Cave. But yeah, that's that's really all it's kind of kinda, that says about it. If you've ever seen Stranger Things, they probably yes. they, they based that off of this. The you know, upside like, this down. Before. This okay. was before that, so they probably Shoot. were like they played uh Pokemon I never, Diamond and Pearl and or I never or, thought uh, about that. You're Flat. right. The, Interesting. the upside down is totally the distortion world. It is. It's just blew much. my mind. I want to go watch Stranger Things now. Man, last season was great. I actually am still on season three. <laughs> no spoilers. So why are you slow on everything, man? Your games, <laughs> you know, your movies, your shows. I am just a little Man bit hasn't slow. seen Endgame yet, probably. No, I have, I have. <laughs> I haven't seen Ant Man yet. And another so Plus. 
the thing that kind of like brings all this together is, is really just like the portals. It's Pokemon's way of like very easily bringing anything they want into a current game. Um, and also the same time that they introduced fairies and and megas, they also introduced Hoopa. Um, actually, that was right. So they introduced Hoopa right before they introduced Ultra Wormholes, which I thought was interesting. Um, That's true. That is a very, very big connection as well to interdimensional travel, I guess. It's capable of opening portals to other worlds, which would be just in our realm, but also mm-hmm. dimensions, which is so weird. That's so yeah, powerful for be. one Pokemon, right? It's interesting that they they created that Pokemon, but they probably didn't have Ultra Space in mind because it could open portals to Ultra Space if it really wanted to as well. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, But it didn't. <laughs> it's like, yeah, only the Ultra Beasts open those, basically. Guys, this is something I meant to bring up earlier. I totally forgot. But when you are in the what I think it's called Ultra Space Wilds, like those those kind of like connecting ports, you can also find Pokemon that we find in our universe, in our yeah. dimension. What I used to do in my games is when I would capture a shiny uh, through that method, right? I would call it UB, whatever it needs to be, whatever makes mm-hmm. the most sense. That was just right. my fun headcanon. Uh, but what would that suggest about the Pokemon? How do they end up in Ultra Space? Do those Pokemon that is exist? You know what I'm saying? Question. Yeah, it's crazy. that's how that's how they introduce like all the legendary Pokemon, but it's just I it's, really it's think, interesting. On a practical note, I think that they just did it to fill up the worlds because yes. to me it should be like fully different everything. Like everything should be different. It should be completely different new Pokemon that we've never seen that look completely strange, and mm. then like the Ultra Beasts themselves are like the the big special legendary Pokemon, I guess of. That, their respective worlds yeah but since it's not that way and it's just to fill up kind of probably space and they added pokemon in there maybe it means that like all pokemon could have originated in ultra space and then came to wow. our world a different way like through through mew or arceus or something you know what i mean like arceus like was that. originally an ultra beast that came to our world and created pokemon even mew right like mm-hmm. i like that a lot yeah I like that because the big question is like, at, at least in early Pokemon, it's really just like our, it's like our world, right? And there's references to real life locations in our world, whether it's like the Indian elephants or, uh, you know, China. They mentioned China, they mentioned South America. Um, See and them all, like and most all the of early. These, they retcon. They did retcon them, but, you know, what if it's like, you know, when we found out in 1996 that there was Pokemon, you know, there was, you know, Mew happened and then things started populating and, and duplicating and, and it's just all from outer space. Well, for ultra space, at least. Ultra Cause space, it, yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't mean like like alien um, specifically. It would just be from ultra space because they're in ultra space, which is the weirdest thing. But I think <laughs> if it like, comes from ultra I, space, then it would also be an alien, right? I feel like anything that exists, you know what I'm saying? Like anything that yeah, isn't like, from our planet. Sure. Yeah. The truest definition of alien. <laughs> and do, do you guys think we'll ever see new ultra beasts in the future? Do you so think that was Sun and Moon remakes or Legends, Sun and Moon, whatever. And I'm going to hold my breath for any of that. Yeah, that's what you were saying before that I, the idea I forgot of, which is we haven't got there yet with Pokemon, which is really interesting. 
just that we haven't got to the point where these gimmicks um, are being remade yet, basically. Like, yeah. We haven't got to where Megas um, are being remade. It looks like Gen 6 remakes. When that happens, will we get more Megas? Probably. Will they continue that when they do Gen 7 remakes, when we get that gimmick as well? So will we get ultra more Ultra Beasts? Well, I don't see, know. but Ultra Beasts aren't the gimmick of that generation. They are, though. They're, they're a separate gimmick. They're, right, that's more like... of a, like, a Pokemon gimmick. Like, that to me is more like regional forms, uh, mm-hmm. convergence, those kinds of things. I know, but it that's what they did in Gen 7. They, like, added more. The first one was, was Gen 6, where they were just like, okay, it's just Megas. But then Gen 7, they did two. So Gen in Gen 8, they did two as well, like... Well, Gen 8 was a little different, but in Gen 9, they've done two. So, like, mm-hmm. Terrastal and um, and Paradoxes. Yeah. Anyway, the point is that when we get to these remix, remakes, are they going to, um, like, actually make more of the, the special forms or not? I think for Megas, yes. Ultra Beast would be cool. I want to see it. I, I didn't like them at first, but, you know... Um, yeah, now, now that we're... Now that we're kind of far away from it, it it is kind of interesting to to reminisce and be like that was kind of special what they gave us even paradox they feel kind of out of place and like they break a lot of theories that we had but i think you know a couple years down the line we're going to be like that's pretty special that we actually got you know whatever they actually are but time travel or interdimensional whatever you guys called it yeah i agree i I don't think it'll be many but i think like they might give us like two version exclusive ones you know, like, sure. so one in Ultra Beast? this version, yeah, for Ultra Beast, one this version, one that one. I like for Paradoxes, you know, same thing, maybe even with Paradoxes, because we're talking about Scarlet and Violet remakes, so, you know, we're looking so far down the road. far in the future. But, like, yeah, so I imagine then what they do is, like, Paradoxes of Pokemon that have existed since then. So, like, you know, right now they can only make Paradoxes of Gen, of Pokemon from Gens 1 through technically nine because they did cycles are yeah. uh but then like when sun and or sun and moon scarlet and violet remakes happen and like i guess they'd be like gen i don't know let's say they're gen 22 well then they like maybe make a few paradoxes that's gens 10 through 21 you know yeah i think i would almost rather because they don't need to keep it just for alola even though that's where it shows up in alola why not make it they could make any region they could you know i would they, love that they could give us a kanto remake they could pick any region they want in in return to ultra beast give us new ultra beast the same way that you know we get a new region and they go yeah let's give us you know we can do more regional forms i i don't think it's out of the question i don't think it's out of the question even with galar uh in the dlc when the ultra beasts were in the dlc that was crazy to me i was like whoa they're putting ultra beast in galar for no reason basically well they like they gave them their own plot too yeah yeah it was when i saw that leak like the actual like headline of it, like they came from Ultra Space or whatever it was. Um, I the thought Ultra we were gonna Beyond. get yeah from Ultra Beyond. That's it. Um, I thought we were gonna get new Ultra Beast. Like then I was like, okay, we're gonna get like two new Ultra Beasts or something just just to spice it up. You know, looking at Eternatus, it really does feel like an Ultra Beast. It looks, you know, feels, acts like like an Ultra Beast more than even Necrozma. Yeah. That- that does make sense. They really could do it at any time. I mean, think. Well, did anybody think when Galar came out? Okay, you know, when DLC comes out for this, we're going to get new Regis. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's it's true, man. Actually, well, Regis re- is the first like sign of that they they could do it at any point yeah. in time. And we do have yeah. Megas in Kanto. 
from um from let's go so yep. it is it's possible at any point uh they might be thinking like are we still going to be doing pokemon when uh we're talking about gen 9 remakes you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so they're I like don't... maybe we should put oh, it in now stop it. highest I... grossing media franchise in the world um, this is disney it's gonna keep going it's gonna keep going but i i mean i really do think that they're gonna that what they're trying to do is like find another they're, they're trying to figure out how they can outsource the creation of games whether or not that's just for remakes or what but i mean i feel like if they're able to like expand their team and, and make games because they have to keep making games as, as much as possible right every year mm-hmm. um i don't know i feel like they could do some really fun stuff where we revisited or we're not like let's go where we revisit a region and then it's the same thing like but i would love to do you know another a, a familiar region but with a, a new twist new plot right Give mm-hmm. us a Hoenn game that is com- completely different plot. It can be post or pre Oras events. Well, yeah. that's I mean that's what Legends did for us. You know, I think exactly. And and in a way, that's what Let's Go did for us. You know, was, Let's Go was kind of supposed to take place uh, a little bit further in the timeline where it was more like in between Red and Blue yeah. and Gold and Silver. You, you kind of see the original characters. Um, you know, I've already like, done their journeys. Yeah, they're like legacy characters. They're like heroes well, in like, the region. They have the uh, the, I think his name is Petrol or maybe it's Petron, but the guy from uh, Gold and Silver that like you know is one of the Team Rocket admins. Yes, he's a character and let's go. Um, that is cool. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I think I think all their reimaginings, whether they continue Legends games, Let's Go games, or if they do something completely new, which I think is probably going to be what it is, I do think that like they will always be like. It's set in a different time like they won't be set oh this is you know this is a home remake it's set exactly when ruby and sapphire and omega ruby and alpha sapphire happened now i think it will be like you know this is a home remake uh and it is taking place a little bit further down the line so you're gonna see that like steven has a beard now you know <laughs> just little things <laughs> like that because they also like to re- redesign their characters he's got a you kid know? yeah 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 super cool it, the the uh yeah i mean steven makes steven like the uh the um president of his dad's company his dad's yeah. dead he's passed now steven has a kid he's the steel type gym leader for the eighth we'll gym be, you know we gotta do a video and just like theorize this that'd be fun just like <laughs> make Shoot. a whole thing hit me oh, on oh, any time that'd be fun. absolutely i'm just saying if we get terraforms too like in in gen 9 then that's terraforms and paradoxes that's a whole like bigger thing that they could bring back you know yeah at, at a later date. I don't know it is tricky that they like, they introduce like multiple gimmicks or whatever, um, per game. That, that is kind of confusing. That's like, you know, yeah, we, we, we think about remakes like they're these, cause, cause old games used to be simple in comparison to now. So when you think of a remake, you're like, great, you can just add all the great things that we have now, all the luxuries, um, you know, you know, you know, better gameplay, better battling system, everything, yeah. right. New Pokemon, just add it all to the older game but, but will at this they? point yeah right will they will they it, <laughs> it might end up like like ilka right oh boy <laughs> but yeah that's all yeah well i think this is a good place to to leave off uh you know silver lining is ultra beasts are new every year pokemon's introducing new theories uh you know new concepts and they could return at any time 
All right. If you guys are still watching, hit the like button, subscribe for more videos, uh, more podcasts like this. Support us, buy our merch. We started a Patreon. You guys have been wanting a Patreon, so we, we started one up. Uh, you can support us there and make sure we keep making videos all year long. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. See ya.